0: tuned into The Curious Couple for the Curious Ear with your host, TNA. Get ready to have your curiosity piqued while exploring what it's like to live out fantasies with this fun, fit, and sexy duo. All right.
1: Well, welcome back to our podcast. This is The Curious Couple for the Curious Ear with your host, TNA. What's up? He's T. I'm A.
0: (laughs) And we have a featured guest tonight, our very first unicorn on the show. We will call her Sam from Dallas. Welcome to the show, Sam.
2: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: Yes. So Sam is a unicorn in the Dallas area and is a very good friend of a previous guest on our show, George, (laughs) the... a.k.a. the single guy, the swinger of swings, or the mayor Mayor of Swingsville. Swingsville.
1: Well, and time out, you have to stop and explain what a unicorn is. Not everybody knows what that is. So unicorn is a rare creature, right? Yes, go
0: ahead. (laughs) Tell us.
2: I um, am relatively new to the lifestyle. I just started in like August, and so I didn't even really know I was a unicorn until not that long ago. (laughs) But um, a unicorn is basically just a single female in the lifestyle, as I see, yeah,
1: and it's rare, so that's where the name yes, comes from. It's rare and, in
0: a mystical creature that really isn't a real creature.
1: Yeah, well, and we had no idea how unrare it is when you hang around George the single guy, <laughs> because we have met plenty.
0: Yes, yeah. So, so I've got a list of questions all I want to throw at you at once. So you've just gotten into this in August. Uh-huh. How did you get into this lifestyle?
2: You know, um, it's not that exciting, honestly. Uh I had well, always been curious. To <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to vanilla people, I guess it's pretty exciting. But um I had always been curious. Um, and I'm from New Orleans, and there is a Colette Club in New Orleans. And mm-hmm. I had always heard about it. It had been open for a very long time, and so we were always, my friends and I were always curious as to what went on in there. And we thought that it was like this secret invitation only, you know, like eyes wide shut type of masquerade. Right. I had no clue what it was about. So um, a friend with benefits of mine uh, called me and said, I had this couple approach me and they wanted me to join them. And I'm too scared to go to this thing by myself. And you're the only girl I know that would be down with this. Will you go with me? And I'm like, hell yes, I'll go with you. <laughs> so my friend with benefits, um, went to a meet and greet with a couple and met a bunch of people he very much liked. And he created a profile on SDC. And so he said, that's what they told me to do in order to be successful in this. I said, we'll all come up there and go to a club with you. And, you know, we'll kind of get our feet wet. Well, he was terrified. He didn't want to do it in his town because he was afraid he would run into someone he knew. Sure. So he flew down to Dallas and we went to a club together in Dallas and he was, how should I say? He was a total douchebag is what he was. <laughs> And he, I think, thought he would walk in the front door and be attacked by 15 playboy models who would then have sex with him on the floor in front of everyone. I, th- I think is what he thought would happen. Um, meanwhile, I thought it was great. I absolutely loved it. Just the openness and people of all shapes and sizes and colors and ages, just totally free and non-judgmental. I got hit on less in that club than I did at any other regular bar I'd ever been to. Right. People were nicer to me, friendlier to me. Um, I just knew I had found my people, you know? Mm-hmm. You just kind of know. And so um, the next day, I put up a single profile and I never spoke to him again. Mm. <laughs> nice.
0: So what was your experience that first time there? Where did you play? Did you just watch? What what happened? It was,
2: it was a Friday night, so it was kind of dead, mm. and we were terrified. Obviously, we were just nervous and sort of um, hugging the bar, and then hugging a banquet, and then you know walking through the back rooms. Um, there were some single men allowed there because it was a Friday night, mm-hmm. and. He kept, the guy I was with kept walking around, walking around. I said, come on, let's do this. This is a theme with me that I, I'm impatient. <laughs> so I'm like, if we're here, let's get naked. It's time. Let's do something. And um, we'd been there probably two hours maybe. So he's like, okay, well, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to go in that, in that front room where it's public. That's where I want to go. So I drag him in there and I start taking my clothes off and a single guy walks up and starts watching. Well, my date loses it, just freaks out. He's clearly not meant for the lifestyle, right? <laughs> so he gets up and leaves me there. Oh, no. And I'm like, what in the hell is going on here? This is really not how I anticipated this was going to turn out. So I'm, like, trying to find my shoes. It's dark. I can't find my stuff. I'm trying to find my shoes. And the single guy reaches over and strokes my leg, and he's like, don't be scared. You can stay. And I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and go now. <laughs> so... I went and found him and he's like, I'm sorry, that dude freaked me out. I said, okay, well then let's go in the private room. So I dragged him back back there and got him in one of the curtained beds. Mm-hmm. And he finally fucked me. Finally got naked. We had sex maybe once or twice until some guy peeped through the curtains and he got freaked out again and had to get dressed oh, yeah. and leave. So yeah. That
1: was probably his first and last time at a. Probably. Yeah. Probably.
2: <laughs> but see, what's funny is the next night, we were supposed to meet a couple that I'd been talking to for a while, um, in anticipation of him coming down and us going out. And I wanted to meet somebody, you know, that we thought was hot and we had chemistry with. So I'd been talking to this great couple. Well, that day she was getting, um, how shall I say? It wasn't exactly a gangbang. Well, her husband was, um, setting up men to come and have sex with her all day long in a hotel room, one after the other. Wow. wow. Yeah, as like a gift for her. And they were going to meet us out that night later. And she texted me some point in the afternoon and said, "Um, I may be too tired. (laughs) Oh, you think?
0: (laughs) Or can't walk.
2: I I may be worn out. We may not make it. You know, please don't be upset. I'm like, no, no, no. I totally get it. It's your day. Enjoy it. Whatever. So I turned to my date and I'm like, just so you know, uh, they may not show up because of blah, blah, blah. And he says, well, I don't want to be with her if she's been with somebody else that day. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This is—that's the whole point. Yeah. Like, don't you you're, you're missing this. And so this was a—this uh, was the morning after we had gone to the club the night before. And I was like, you know, this just isn't really going to work out. Um, I'm going to pack my stuff and I'm going to go home. And so I did. I was like, you can take a cab to the airport. And I just left him at the hotel and I and I left town. That's awesome.
0: Oh, yeah. So you have this for first experience. It sounds like you got a taste of it. You wanted more of it. So yeah. what happened? Did you meet people then on the SDC website? I and- did. Okay. I
2: pretty much met, well, I had sort of fits and starts where I didn't really know what I wanted or what I was doing. And it kind of turned on that I'm gonna go get um, deviant sex switch, yeah. and so I was um, looking on Craigslist. Oh God! I met one guy on Craigslist one time, and I was so afraid I was gonna end up in pieces in a duffel bag that yeah. I just I couldn't. It freaked me out. Yeah. Um, I didn't yeah. think there was actually, no, no.
0: women on Craigslist.
2: That's see
1: that that's where I where my questions are gonna be around is how do you as see? just a single woman go into these things? Because um, I'm scared of of those. Encounters and I've got tea with me. Yeah,
2: yeah, it is, and it's and you know that's one of the things is people think being a unicorn is like the best situation to be in in the lifestyle, and I have to disagree. I mean, you don't really have anybody that has your back.
1: Yeah,
2: um, you have to deal with all the crazy single men. I mean, I get from eighteen to eighty, from a hundred pounds to four hundred pounds. Oh, I'm sure, the whole gamut because men sort of their approach to women is like a carpet bomb kind of approach (laughs) They just sort of throw it out there, see what sticks. And yeah, you know, sometimes though I look at these pictures and I'm like, well, if he thinks I'm going to go out with him, what does that say about me? Like (laughs) it kind of makes your ego fragile. Anyway. So um, it does take some, um, some orchestration, you know, to, to make it all work. So at any given time, I probably have 10 to 20 single males that I'm talking to, that I'm either emailing with or texting, trying to keep them straight, sending dirty pictures and videos, and them sending them to me and trying to keep those straight. And, you know, without heads, it's really hard to know yeah. who's yeah. who. I mean, By heads,
0: you mean without faces?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. the, that, the other head. Um, <laughs> so it, it gets complicated. I'm telling you, I've joked that I need a spreadsheet. Um, yeah.
0: Or a personal assistant.
2: Right. Well, I had that experience doing Match.com.
1: I can't imagine. Uh, it's like the X-rated Match.com.
2: Right, and but you know, people use different names on SDC, and they don't put their faces in a lot of right. pictures, so yeah. it really is like putting a puzzle together. So, so first you get the email or the nudge or whatever, and you start talking. Then, usually after three or four emails, because I hate the mobile SDC site so much. Yes. Me uh, too. It's so janky. So I usually give them my cell phone number. Now, George gives me all kinds of shit about that, but it's just, it's convenient. Uh, Mm -hmm. What are they going to do? Come to my house and murder me. If they wanted me that badly, they'd find me somehow. But so they get my cell phone number and we start texting. I would love to friend them on Facebook before meeting in person if they allow it. Because that way I can kind of tell if they're a psychopath. I know if they're married. I know if they've got a significant girlfriend. I know what kind of people post on their wall, i.e. what kind of friends they have. I can get kind of a, a vibe on what kind of person they are. So if I can, I like to get a, um, a Facebook friending. Then I'm relatively sure they're not going to murder me. Yes. <laughs> um, and I have on numerous occasions actually said, are you going to murder me? And the response typically is, I want to fuck you more than I want to murder you. And I was like, well, that makes sense.
0: <laughs> I can live with that.
2: Well, that's answer a reasonable that. answer. Okay. So, um, so yeah. Then it's really just sort of a trust thing. I, I've been pretty lucky. I've had some uh, flakes and some, you know, not great sex experiences. But I haven't had any where I really felt like I was scared. I think I vet them pretty well.
0: So are you going out with simply... Men or are you going out with couples as well?
2: I do not go out with couples and, and I could be wrong in this, but all the unicorns I know, well, let's say 90% of the unicorns I know are not bisexual and they don't really go out with couples. They mostly go out with single males and then they connect with couples when they are out together. Gotcha. I from what I've seen. And it could be different, of course, in different cities, but that's been my experience.
0: Hmm.
2: So yeah, I typically meet single males and you know, as part of a group you've met him <laughs> uh, as part of a group. It's kind of partially up to me to bring in the new meat and, and George too, you know, he brings the girls, I bring the boys. Yeah. And, um and so it's a constant, how's that ve- working out? Ugh, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. <laughs> um, Single males get a bad rap. There are some really great ones out there. I've met some very, very good ones, but um they flake out. They, are hard to schedule and pin down to something. I mean, if you say, well, in will general? you go to this part?" Well, yes. I don't know. It seems worse with single males. But again, we're talking lifestyle stuff. I'm saying, yeah. will you go with me to a gangbang where you're going to get to have sex with right. seven What is the people? problem? Why are they not showing up for this? Well, I may have something scheduled or I'm going to be out of town or, yeah. So it's wow. like, for instance, I have a party on Saturday. I don't have a date for I have like 16 people I'm talking to, nobody to go with to this thing. Yeah. So it happens. It's weird. It's hard to nail them down and get them to commit to something. Great. But um,
0: So I have a question about these single guys before yeah. you, you move on to the next thing. So you mentioned uh, you prefer to connect with them on Facebook so you get a better feel. What happens if, they, if you do discover they are married or they do have a significant other? What has been your experience with that?
2: I truthfully, I'm going to say 60 to 70% of single quote unquote single males are married or have a girlfriend on, on SDC anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and this may not be a popular opinion, but my take on it is much like the lifestyle in general is I'm not judging you or asking you questions or getting involved in whatever your other stuff is. What you and I do together is what you and I do together. If you've come to terms with whatever it is you have going on over there, And I'm not involved in it and I don't get dragged into it. It's your decision. It's your relationship. Yeah. So I don't make it my business.
1: That makes sense.
2: Honestly. Um, There are two that I see relatively regularly that are married whose wives I suspect know, obviously, and just choose to let it go um, because these guys have been doing it for over a decade and not gotten quote-unquote caught. so
1: That's, I, it, that's interesting. The, we actually kind of ran into that scenario, what was that, about a year or two ago? While we were, to. what as I like to call it, trolling Craigslist, yeah. and came across somebody that I know personally. Yeah. And he's yeah. been married for nine, ten years. And In he fact, has, a
0: Facebook friend of yours.
1: Oh, he's more than a Facebook friend. I mean, we're we're friends. I I went to school with this person. We
2: have mutual friends. I'm friends with his wife on Facebook. Uh huh. Um, and so that was that was difficult for you know, me. People's I don't know what people's understandings are inside their marriages. Yeah. And their yeah. I have no idea. They are all different, and especially coming into the lifestyle, I've seen how many different combinations. Sure. So I have just chosen to not. Care about it to not yeah. be involved in it. What you decide your problem, right? No, exactly. That's your marriage your relationship I'm not asking questions yeah. about it. I'm not getting involved. I'm just here so. for sex <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Isn't that what we're all here? for? Yeah, I mean, so
0: let, speaking of sex. Let's go to uh, something more pleasant uh, <laughs> Let's let's go back to the the fun story. So um, Well, let's let's go to the group where your job is to bring uh, <laughs> the guys and George's job is to bring the girls How long have you been playing with that group, or is that something you do regularly?
2: We do, and, you know, we have found it is very difficult to find couples that do this really well. Um, I find that typically one is doing it for the other, Mm -hmm. and, you know, someone's really kind of just being dragged along, and sometimes there's lots of... uh, fighting or jealousy or weird stuff happens, you know, and so it's, it's hard to find couples that we can be really good friends with that also are great with each other in the Mm -hmm. lifestyle that there's never any weirdness going to happen. And we've been lucky enough to find, I'm going to say, you know, six or seven or even eight of those. And so we have a great time when we're all together. And so we try to do that as much as possible while always keeping an eye to recruiting, you know, (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome. Yeah. But I mean, there have been one in particular. I think it was after New Year's. um, There were, I think, 10 of us. So, five couples in a room. We were all playing and it was all just clicking and perfect and fun. And we were laughing and, you know, telling jokes and and all fucking at the same time. And (laughs) was that this group?
0: Was that the group that we knew? Is that the group you're referring to?
2: Yeah. And with a couple of pegs pulled in and pulled out, you know, Mm -hmm. a couple of different things. But we all sort of looked around at one point. We're like, wow, this is, I've never been in a situation where it all worked this well. Like it was really just easy and fun and no awkwardness and no one without a place. And that's how great it can be if it's all going right. You know?
1: Yeah, I feel like that was probably our experience. Yeah, that really was. We literally walked into the room not knowing anyone except for George. (laughs) Met them all naked and still had a great time.
2: But see, it's those it's those couples that yeah. are confident in themselves and their relationship, uh, most importantly. And I think truthfully, both members are there because they love the other person so much they want to see them fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And when they're truly there for the other person and and mean it, it all is fine. Everything goes perfectly, and everyone else feels comfortable around them. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's just it's fun, and it's funny, and it's not serious. You know, sex shouldn't be so damn serious. It should be a good time.
1: Yeah.
2: I think a lot of people are so, um, uh, you know, like a lot of people have to get really, really drunk to do this. And it's like, it's not that big a deal. Calm down. Like, just have a good time. Relax.
1: I can't get really, really drunk. I just pass out.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Two beers gone. Yeah.
1: But I I feel like, I was just thinking when you were saying that, I feel like, and I don't know if, T, you would agree with this, but I feel like the, you know, she mentioned the couples that are, are in it for each other are are almost rare i i would feel like it's the other way around so i don't know if it's that she's more aware of it because she's the single girl in the room do you think maybe she senses relationships i i feel like maybe my focus is on you and and our relationship and so maybe i don't notice that
0: yeah i I was just going to say that I think she's pro- She's probably, she's been in the trenches more than we have. That's true. She's, <laughs> she's living in, in or, I don't know if you're in Dallas, but I know you're closer to Dallas than we are. And so uh, I think if we. So
2: she's like the, the, she's like the Mrs. Yeah. Mayor.
0: Yes. She's the mayorette. <laughs> she's the,
2: yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I think too, and, and George can attest to this, being the single and a scenario, you feel the jealousy or the weirdness or any um, discrepancy that might be happening. Do you know sure. what I mean? Because yeah. you're the third wheel, sure. or sometimes your wheel with the f- spouse and the other spouse is the third wheel, and you feel it intensely. That you makes know. Sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think maybe being the single, you are more aware of what other people are doing because you're always trying to adjust and fit in with yeah. them because they're already a couple. And yeah. You're the
1: threat to some of them.
2: Yes, there are some that will not let me get within five feet of their husbands. It's not going to happen. Wow. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want your husband. I have <laughs> my own. I, I didn't want one, so I don't want yours either. <laughs> <laughs> I just want him for a couple of hours, and then you can have him right back. I promise. So funny. But wow. um, we talking, my group makes fun of me um, because I now bring Viagra to every single event because.
1: It's <gasps> awesome.
2: I have had so many, and really, I think, um, wives have this problem too. It's not just the unicorn drama that, um, I've had, I had six in a row one time where the man couldn't perform and I was like, I'm going to really start to take this personally. Like, how do you not take that personally? You know, it's pretty, uh, when you're with the mayor and he's banging the hell out of the wife over there. And I'm like, really, I'm, I gotta do this in the corner now,
1: <laughs>
2: how is this fair? And so yeah, I'm the unicorn, but guess who gets the short end of the stick? Right. Literally <laughs> land fixably. So um so yeah, I ordered um, bootleg Viagra off the internet and I bring it everywhere I go now. And let me tell you, it's made a difference. It's made a hell of a difference. So <laughs> I was unaware that you could do that.
0: Yeah, I think you can get it from Canada, can't you? Really?
2: We'll have, yeah. to talk. we'll have to talk off air. <laughs> it comes from Singapore, I think. But listen, it works. I can attest. But, um,
0: well, yeah. we we found the the other alternative to that too is uh, sex shops sell supplements that might as well be Viagra. Uh huh. So yeah. Yeah, in horrible. case you run out, uh, just go to uh, the local shop. Actually, you can get it on Amazon too. And uh, there's a bunch of different pills you can buy there.
2: I think that truthfully. It's all a mental thing. And so. Don't tell him that. <laughs> mental thing. So like if the guy's having a problem and I say, well, here's a buyer. They're like, oh, I'm good now. I'm like, that yeah. didn't work in yet. You took it five it's, minutes ago. But it's probably a sugar pill. Yeah, exactly. My, it's just, it's a mental thing. And I am not, don't get me wrong. I am not knocking on the guys who don't perform, you know, the first time and every time in a public situation. I have no concept what that must take. It's got to be insanely hard. Yeah. Um, I, don't I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I just have to show up you know? Right. And so I get it. And a lot of the time I think that the husbands have not had to have sex with a condom. In yeah. Front. Yeah.
1: that is so a challenge.
2: that's a problem that I come across and you know, I get it. I totally get it. Like you haven't used a condom since high school. I get it. It sucks. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to think that I'm talking shit about the husbands. I absolutely get it. But if I'm here to get laid and <laughs> six parties in a row, I don't. I'm going to be a little frustrated and perhaps a little pissed off about it. So, you know, but I do, I give, I give at least two, usually three tries, um, you know, different parties and different engagements to each guy that, you know, this has happened with. So it's not like one strike you're out or anything, but, um, but if it's going to happen over and over and over again, then
0: (laughs) you're going to give up.
2: Well, I mean, you kind of have to. Yeah,
0: I get it. And hey, we get it.
2: So anywho. I have a question. Mm-hmm. It's
1: gonna be kind of we're we're getting a little deep here, but I'm thinking as a vanilla listener, I would be wondering how do you because you're you're clearly making these friendships, you're you're forming relationships with some of these single guys, how do you not catch feelings or do you?
2: Um I don't really. You know, I think that when you go in with the expectation that this is, if it's a lifestyle guy, for instance, they know the deal going in. Right. And part of what the attraction is, at least on the male side is that I'm having sex with a bunch of other people. That's part of kind of what they dig about it. Yeah. And so the truth is <laughs> it's going to sound so horrible and shallow. I'm going to say it anyway, um, <laughs> each of the guys, and I was telling my mom this the other day, well, she doesn't <laughs> swing her, but you know, she's like, well, so who did you go to see this time? And I'll tell her name. She's like, well, who was last time? I said, mom, why are you trying to remember their names? It doesn't matter. There's a bunch of them. (laughs) So she's like, well, I just don't understand. I said, I don't want to get married and I don't want to have kids. So what's the problem? And she's like, well, I guess you have a point. And I said, what's wonderful about this is I can have the super hot fitness guy boyfriend and I can have the really smart, nerdy computer guy boyfriend. And I can have the one that travels all the time and the rich kind of shallow one. And the one that is a foodie and loves to cook. I get to have all of those guys.
1: It's nice. All it those does guys. sound good. It does sound good. Right? And you don't have to do any of their
2: laundry or pick up after them. I don't have to do shit. <laughs> I don't have to do anything. I don't have to listen to their bullshit. I don't have to meet their parents. I don't have to do any of that. <laughs> You don't have to hear them
0: snore. You can get up and leave.
2: I know. And usually, like this goes back to meeting the single guys. I typically, um, and George gives me shit about this too, he says the man should pay, but I typically get my own hotel room so that I'm never relying on one of these guys for a place to stay. Like Mm -hmm. I can always bail. I can always go somewhere where I can lock myself in where they don't know where I'm at. You know what I mean? I try Mm -hmm. to always have my own space. I can always kick them out. Mm -hmm. I don't want to ever have to stay in a situation I'm uncomfortable in just because it's two o'clock in the morning. And where am I going to spend the night? You know what I mean? Smart. So, yeah. So that's another part of it. I think you have to safety wise. And, um, I don't drink when we do lifestyle stuff and neither does George. It's a conscious decision because you have to be on your toes, right? You know? I want to know everything that's going on. I want to be super aware of what's happening and where everyone is. I know George does it because it's like, I don't want anyone to have to tell me the next day what I said to somebody because single males are always scrutinized and, um, single females, I think are always in, not in danger, but you're in a more vulnerable position for sure. Yeah. And so I want to be on top of it.
1: I I admire that just simply I'm thinking, when we first walk into a place, a club, a party, and I don't know anybody or a few people there, and T goes to the bathroom, and I kind of have an anxiety <laughs> around it. Oh, <that>. Really? Yes. <laughs> are you kidding me? Every time... Just the other day when we were out, you were like, are you okay here by yourself? Or... I mean, you're you're very aware of that. This yeah. isn't news.
2: I mean, I get better as the night goes okay. on. Because okay. I... um so socially anxious. It's ridiculous. Like, yeah. I am so anxious no one would ever know but I am dying on the inside like wow. I am not good with new people and new situations. I'm so uncomfortable like I would never walk into a bar by myself. oh my god. So yeah, it's a weird um, it's a weird juxtaposition yeah, what yeah that sounds to. totally opposite of what And you know what though the truth is that's one of the reasons why I do this yeah is that I feel like it's good for me to push my boundaries and make myself a little bit uncomfortable and mm-hmm. and conquer that. You know, I think that's how you grow is when you're uncomfortable.
0: Absolutely. Challenge your comfort zones.
2: Well, sexually and socially, you know, so, so I try not to ever say no to anything, but you know.
0: Well, that sounds fun. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) Both of our eyebrows just went up. Here's another thing is, that's a huge problem for me, is I'm not bisexual. Oh, yeah. I don't do that. There's (laughs) that. So, well, here's the thing. I'm a universal receiver is what I like to say. I'll take it all. But, um, but women don't get me hot, you know, for, I mean, I can appreciate a beautiful woman and I'm not going to be like, ew, gross, get your titties off of me. But, (laughs) but I'm not like, oh my God, that girl's so hot. I've got to get a piece of that. You know, just, it's just not my thing. And, um, it's funny because uh, so many couples are just looking for a girl to play with the wife. Like I'm to be their toy. I'm like, that Mm -hmm. is not what I'm in this for. It's just not my bag. So that's kind of been a stumbling block for me. A lot of them expect me Mm -hmm. to be bi
0: yeah I can see that being an issue
1: yeah and it's almost surprising to me how many women in the lifestyle are bisexual I I think that's why
2: they get into the lifestyle is how else are they going to get girls without being lesbians if they're married Yeah. yeah
0: Yeah, you know. it's definitely the, the gateway drug. Yeah.
2: A- <laughs> it totally is. Making out with a girl is the gateway drug to the lifestyle. It yep. is, it is. <laughs> oh, it's so
0: funny. That was wow. our that's what bridged us over.
2: Yeah. I'm telling you, I think that's what brings a lot and the unspoken part is that there's a lot of bisexual men that are in the lifestyle with their wives because I think it's the only way they can get that contact.
0: Really? So that's a topic that I feel like is still taboo, even in this oh, it lifestyle. Is.
2: Yeah. It's huge. And people have very big, um, it's a very big stigma and people don't talk about it and they keep it secret. It is really the last remaining, um, bias in the lifestyle. I yeah,
0: think. totally. Have you
2: come yeah. across that?
0: Oh yeah. yeah. What, the prejudice or the actual Both. acts?
2: Both. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Both. Both. And you know, the men that are bisexual, they keep it a secret unless they're around people that they know for sure are okay with it. And you'd think that anyone in the lifestyle would be non judgmental about that kind of thing, but they're not.
0: Yeah, I know. I've, it's been obvious that there is that prejudice. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. And, and it it's, is.
1: it's just that social. What a, I don't even know what the word is for it. That stigma. Like, I mean, yep. why, why would it? Everything yeah, else know. is okay. I know. So why is that not? It's
0: such an open and accepting environment. Except but, for that. Except for that. Well,
2: it's because of, I think, this is just my personal opinion, I'm not a sociologist, but I would say that the men that are engaging in the lifestyle are in a position that is more vulnerable than they have ever been in their entire lives. They are half naked with an erection with other people watching and they feel this need to be more masculine in posture. And this, the idea of a man doing something to them in this situation is terrifying to them. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like they have to make themselves super vulnerable to do this. And so therefore more macho somehow, I Mm -hmm. think. And I think that brings that out in them that get that dude away from me. You're too close to me. You know, Oh, you don't, don't touch my dick with your dick. You know, it's like, (laughs) really? You're both fucking a woman. Calm down. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's the vulnerability that they have to put themselves in.
0: Hmm. That's an interesting thought. Yeah, It's yeah. uncomfortable. So what uh, what's one of your favorite positions or s- situations you've been in in the lifestyle?
2: I, she's going to kill me for this. No, maybe she'll enjoy it. Well, so I'm not bi, but one of our friends in our group has a toy chest the size of my um, first apartment and she has this giant strap-on dildo that is it's terrifying really terrifying and so give us
0: um, us an idea of just how terrifying how big are we talking
2: Hold on. Let me put my hands to I'm going to say... Like on a scale from G- zero to George. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's like 10 times the size of George. Oh, God. It's uh, like... T- I want to say two feet. I'm probably... I need what? to ask her because now I'm probably over... And like it. the size like,
0: of your wrist or what? Oh, no,
2: Bigger than that. Like... Oh, um, not a Coke can. Yeah, smaller than a Coke can. Like a Red Bull can. Let's okay. say that. Okay. Maybe. And Maybe. Bigger than that. Anywho, the thing is huge. So she and her husband... Um, she and her husband and I are in there, and George is with somebody. Who is George with? I don't know. Some girl. And so we're all in the bedroom, and we're playing around. Well, she puts this um, strap-on on. She's like, "Come on, get on this thing." And I'm like, "That thing is terrifying. I'm not getting on that thing." And her husband's like, "Come on, get on it. You've got to get on it." And so. I look over and George looks over and sees it. He's like, no, 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 (laughs) no. Don't get on that. He's, you know, fucking this woman on the bed and he's pointing at it and and screaming, no, no, don't get on that. Don't you dare get on that. I'm like, well, now I'm definitely getting on it. (laughs) So I go over there and and mount her. She's laying on her back and I climb on top of her. And literally, the thing was so big I could barely move. Like it was just, um, it was uh, overwhelming. Let's just say. And so the husband was behind me and he was going to try to, to do DP. He was trying to get something in my ass, but the thing was so big. He couldn't get anything in there. He's like, (laughs) I'm sorry, babe. I'm really trying, but there's there's no room for anything else. And I'm like, that's okay. I can barely, I'm gonna. Okay. And so I just sort of jostled around a bit on it. And then I finally got off of it. But, um, but really it was because it was so funny and it was so like, (laughs) just why the hell not, you know, just go get on the giant two foot. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway.
1: Not every day you have that opportunity.
2: Exactly my point. And so um, I was telling her the other day, I said, I keep a list. You're going to make fun of me for this too, but I keep a list of everyone I've had sex with. But just first names because I felt like it was going to get out of hand once (laughs) I wanted to have like a ballpark idea,
0: you know, so. Making a list is not a bad idea.
2: Well, and so now I add to it as I go because, and I, if it's like a couple now I put so-and-so and so-and-so and -and and I put the wife. So I know which one it is. And, um, and it it, honestly, it helps me. It helps me remember like which party I met them at or, or who all was playing together. It's kind of, you know, not a mnemonic device, but it's like a little memory trick. (laughs) So anyway, I told her, I said, you know, I don't know if I should put you on my list. I feel like you fucked me. And she's like, oh, I fucked you all right. I'm like, I'm putting you on my list. You're the only girl on my list, but you fucked me better than a lot of dudes have, so i <laughs> put you on there. So she's the only girl on my list, and that is her um, uh-huh. claim to fame at this point. That's hilarious.
0: Awesome. <laughs> well, so from the... I'm, I'm shocked that you're not jumping all over this question. Me? What she just revealed in that story, I thought for sure you what? would... The DP...
1: Oh, the DP.
0: So, in a previous episode, we talked about, we had a lister email us about our fantasies. Uh-huh. And A went on to describe one of her fantasies, and really, yeah. the theme was DP. And uh, Yeah,
1: it's on my list.
0: So, I thought for sure she was going to ask you questions about it. Yeah,
1: and... well, actually, yeah. Now that you brought that up, I will ask. <laughs> um, is, <laughs> so, I, I want to know if The first time you did it, was it in a, um, party?
2: I never have. Oh, you haven't. No. Here's the thing too. This is what people don't believe. Okay. So people ask me my fantasies. I'm like, one is multiple men. I want like four or five guys. And you'd be amazed at how difficult that is to arrange. Wow. To get enough men in one place. That are attractive, that have erections, whose wives don't mind them fucking only me at that moment and get it all going at the same time. Speaking of unicorns, it's impossible. Like I'm telling you, it is not easy to make happen. So uh, it's never happened.
1: Okay then. I would love
2: for it to, but it's never happened. All right. Hmm. Interesting. Now, I mean, I think I could... I'm going to have to at some point just in the middle of a party say, I want you, 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 and you. We're going to go upstairs, and we're going to fill as many holes as we can. And <laughs> it's going to have to happen that way. I'm just going to have to direct it. But, um, yeah, a lot of wives, a lot of couples do not play in separate rooms. And so how am I going to get the guys?
0: Well, I was just thinking the party that we went to of the group that you play with. Yeah. I'm sure that – well, at, at one point, one of the gals was on the bed and had – George honor I think I was in her mouth she had a handful of another guy that could have been you and, yeah, and
2: that p- crew definitely I can get there but what usually happens though I think is that there's always new um, element a new couple or new somebody that're we like, you know, the new, the fresh meat. honestly. <laughs> and so everybody's kind of focusing on them at first and kind of getting them into the flow making them feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. But, um, but definitely if you, and this is something I've learned too, and it's been, um, a learning process for me is that you really have to ask for and orchestrate what you want mm-hmm. out of a given scenario, because, you know, I think women to a large degree are pleasers and we kind of want to make the scenario all kind of work. And so we do, We fall into a role instead of saying, I want this and I want it that way and I want it right now, (laughs) you know, and so I, I have to be better about and I'm getting better about clearly asking for what I want and making that happen.
0: I think that's great. I mean, from a guy's perspective, you know, you... You know what your woman wants because you've been with her for a long time. Right. But every woman's different. You know, sure. Some women like it hard and fast and others like it slow and soft. And,
2: and then that's going to change in an hour. Yeah. Sure.
0: And then, you and then you're... Different
2: rules. Don't come on my face. Don't come on my hair. I want you to come in my mouth. I mean, right. Like, <laughs> who knows? You have to be verbal. You have to be vocal. That's yeah. how this thing works. Totally.
0: You might as well be one of those guys on the air. air port runway with with right. lights flashing yeah. going this way that way yeah.
2: <laughs> or you're gonna walk away feeling unsatisfied yeah and you know that's only that's your own fault if you don't ask for it and you don't explicitly say how you want it that's on you i mean that's what this is it's fantasy fulfillment so mm-hmm. you know get in there
1: yeah
0: totally so what are you so your fantasies are multiple men at once Definitely. uh so a gang bang scenario
2: you know, I don't need a gang. I mean, how many dicks can really you handle at once? Honestly, well, four or five would be plenty.
0: I would say three and more. That yeah. would be a gang bang. Wouldn't that be a bang? Yeah, really?
2: Well, I don't know. In my
0: rules, in my you book.
2: Know, we were just talking the other day. Somebody, some vanilla kid, sent me a text asking if I'd been to an orgy that weekend. I'm like, who says that? No, I didn't go to an orgy. An orgy? And so we were arguing over the definition of orgy. And it's like, A group of like five or more people, strangers having sex, I'm like, Well shit, I did go to an orgy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you don't really think of it as an orgy. I mean I don't anyway. You know, it's just like a weekend out. Yeah. It's just a good weekend. Think of us
1: as swingers. (laughs) So I mean, it's just It is what it is. Mm. Yeah,
2: I don't know. The word orgy just seemed funny to me. So gangbang, yeah, I guess. I don't know. See, when I picture gangbang, I think of those, like, the girls who take 150 to, like, break the Guinness World Record, and they have to ice their vagina down. Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't picturing that. No. So,
0: okay, I have a question for both of you ladies. Um, For you to be in the lifestyle playing in these environments, is it easy for you to have an orgasm? Oh, yeah. So explain, is it something, are you multi-orgasmic, is it real easy, is it a super turn on and you're in the moment and boom, it's easy?
2: For me, I think, um, I can always come from sex. It's not so much that the scenario turns me on more than just having sex with one person in a bedroom, but... If I am focused on it, which I almost always am, especially in these situations, I can make myself come any number of ways, you know, clitorally or squirting or, you know, whatever, from sex, from pans, from vibrators. It's just, I don't know. I think um, I've always been that way, though, I think. I think maybe that's why I'm in the lifestyle. You know <laughs> what I mean? I think which came first, the chicken or the egg? I think the orgasms came first.
1: <laughs> he knows my answer. I'm, I'm not that easy. <laughs> I'm easy, but I don't, or I don't come kind of easily. I guess. But do you think
2: I'll, it's in the way, like your mind is in the way? I do know. I no,
1: I don't think that's it because that's just. I mean, that's just how my body is. Because yeah, we can be yeah. alone and it still takes me forever. But George can attest to this. Two seconds and he can make me squirt. But is that an orgasm to me? No, it's yeah,
2: different. yeah, it is. And I prefer a clitoral orgasm, obviously, to the G spot orgasm. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's fun to squirt, but you know, sometimes it kind of feels like a party trick. Yeah. After. That's what, that's
1: what I feel like, because it doesn't really like, Oh my God, this is awesome to me. It's the just, oh, that was fun. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not the head rush release that like a guy gets when he ejaculates, at least not for me. The clitoral, um, yes. orgasm is that for me? Yeah. yeah. I hear you, but I'm telling you that two foot dildo, you gotta, you gotta give that a go. Just, <laughs> just so you know. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> so not funny. your cup of tea.
0: That would have been interesting Actually, to see. Were there pictures of the event? Yeah,
1: okay, there's pictures. Actually, that's one thing that I have not done. We can add that to the list is strap-on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I, I think we were in the same room as one briefly. I'm sure you were. With that group. Oh, am sure had one?
0: Yeah. Oh. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do.
1: Because no. I, I had that thought then like, oh, cool. I've never done that. But things kind of fizzled out.
0: Yeah, well, you got it.
2: That's the thing too. It all takes a lot more orchestrating than you'd think. Like to get all the toys in play and get yeah. people in the right positions and all that. <laughs> um, I did just buy a, a double dildo, so half of it goes in you, and half of it is out. So I've done that. You've done that, and I have so I've done did, that. When did you oh, do you that? Have-
1: in um, our friends here, not here,
2: but. And did you have it on, or were you receiving?
1: The the double ended. I'm, you you don't, really don't remember that? I don't that? remember
0: it. <laughs> Give me. Um, it. Um,
1: okay, strobe lights.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. realize that happened.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, she got it out. It was brand new. And I was like, oh, sweet. How did I that-? do remember
0: that yeah. now. Okay, gotcha.
2: So you were receiving, you didn't wear it. No, it wasn't a strap-on. I was talking about the double-ended. Oh, oh I got you. This yeah. is a strap-on where you put one inside you, and then oh. you strap it on, and then you fuck the girl so that you're both getting stimulation.
1: Oh, oh. no. I I was just thinking double-ended dildo. Yeah. See, we're going to have to start keeping a, a
2: journal in a to-do list. <laughs> <I know. laughs> well, we do have a blog. Yeah, that's a kind toy of... Store. That's... I want more stuff. There's so many great toys now. It's insane. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of fun stuff.
0: So are you... I take it then you're a... You like to play with toys a lot. Do you own a lot?
2: I do. I like, uh, okay, so I have the Wee Vibe Plus, the new one. And it go. have you seen the Wee Vibe? Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: I think so. Describe it to me. I think I know. It goes. It's
2: like a C and um, part of it goes yes. inside of you and it stimulates your G spot. And the yes. other part goes outside and stimulates your um, clit. Mm-hmm. So it's remote control operated. I've always wanted remote control panties or remote control vibrator. I mean, who doesn't? It's such a good, fun time. So I had it. Oh, I had it at that flirt party. So I had it and I give the remote to George. Well, the remote goes on the fritz and he I was off and he's socializing and I can't find him. And the thing is vibrating for like two straight hours. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to move. I got to get this thing out of here. So I finally just took it out and I was aggravated with it. And so done. And it cost a fortune. So I then realized that I should have synced it to my phone. It has an app for it. So I tried it like a weekend. Was it last week? It's probably like a week ago. So I got the app. I synced it to my phone. It's Bluetooth. And the phone works amazing. Oh, it's fantastic. So, like, I had the phone in my hand after we got back to the hotel room, and the guy was with, he was fucking me, but it was still in. So I had the phone in front of me, and I was just adjusting it, like, crazy, <laughs> up and down and faster and cycles, and, oh, it was great. It's fantastic. So, so
0: we've just looked it up. It's the WeVibe, what number is it?
2: The Plus. It's the WeVibe 4 Plus. Okay. That's the one with the app. Cool.
0: Awesome. Well, for the listeners, I, uh, I'm looking it up right now, and if you go to the website to... Get up to listen to the show. We'll have it in the show notes, a link to it, so you guys can see what we're talking it's about. It's like
2: the Cadillac of vibrators. It's amazing. Cool. It's all Very about cool. the app, though. And I love a butt plug. I love a vibrating butt plug in particular. Huh. That makes sex amazing. Um, vibrating butt plug? Oh, yeah. Hmm. So much better than just a regular butt plug. And uh, So
0: does that mean you're a big fan shoot. of anal sex?
2: I have only had anal sex maybe twice. Hmm. Wow, I think it just never, I am such a clean freak. I'm always, yeah. I don't want my head to be taken out of the game worrying that something's going to be gross. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And so I'm one of those people that if I think there's going to be any ass play whatsoever, I will like fast for 24 hours and <laughs> do an enema. <laughs> do a and
1: cleanse.
2: I'm serious. I'm not yeah. kidding either. I like, I do not want any surprises. Yeah. And yeah. so it's just never really happened. And I, I tend to be a little bit of a size queen and so most of the guys that I play with have really big dicks and I just, I, I just it's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, think it's going to be worth it. I really right. don't. I just don't think it's going to be enjoyable versus um, excruciating. Right. So. so, but, but I do like a butt plug and I have, there are guys that are skilled at it that can get you worked up and then work the butt plug in and get you stretched out and then go in and you don't even know, you know, it's great, but that's been rare
1: always had a rule that he didn't want anybody else right back there if we did that and I'm thinking I'm shopping for a smaller exactly a smaller size exactly so sorry if whoever finally gets to play that game is listening but <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm always on the lookout for yeah that'll work well, well, and I
2: was thinking just the other day, I was like, "Well, you know, I just threw a big party for George for his birthday, a lifestyle party, yeah. and I'm like, and
0: we're well, sorry you we missed it. Yeah,
2: I know. What's with you two? It was so much fun, you guys. Yeah, it sounded like it. Um, so I'm thinking, well, certainly he's going to have to throw me one, and I'm going to get the gang yes, back There
1: you go. That's we're what called. I was thinking when you were telling that story. You need to, you oh. need to tee it up like a birthday or
2: something that's but all about you. Can't I just? I, would you think it'd be that hard for a girl to get fucked by a bunch of guys?
0: You, you wouldn't, wouldn't think, think it'd be so difficult. So we anyway. will do our best to get there
2: yeah well um i will be looking around the room for like okay if i pick five dudes which one's going in my ass like there's got to be one yes. the size you know so yeah. i'm shopping for that too so you keep an eye out let me know what oh, you find. i will
1: i will but yeah that's it's like who has the shortest straw here <laughs> you're
2: going in the back oh
0: my god
2: <laughs> so funny it's getting a little more girl talk than we wanted yeah it's more about girth than length i'd say uh, that's my yeah. guess. well you probably
0: need a certain length if you're going to be the back door of the DP, so you can yeah get in there without taking up too much yeah, space. Yeah, so that's
1: when you get into that whole, like, sleep. Log- it takes so logistic- much Yeah, out. it does. And then it's- who's on bottom? Like, do you go ass down or ass up? Like, I, it's it's weird, and when I think yeah. about it in my head, it sounds so sexy, but I'm, I'm afraid it wouldn't be that sexy.
2: It's, it's going to be a lot of slapping bodies and sweat, but I've watched enough porn. I think I can work it out. I yeah. Think
1: I-, I definitely think I could manage it. It's just yeah, the, the day will come.
2: <laughs> the well, first of all, I want to just be um, blindfolded and mm-hmm. maybe restrained a little bit. I'm going to let somebody else handle all the logistics. All That's right. what I want out of it. I don't want to have to think about it or do anything.
0: Okay, so when's your birthday? I
2: was going to say, yeah, just it's gonna... in, uh, it's in October. So we got a while. Okay. Right. But I mean, you know, it could just be a pool party. Like, why has it got to be my birthday? <laughs> it's Saturday. Why can't that be? It's, no Saturday. it's
0: Saturday. We should all have <laughs> sex with.
2: See, that's what we do every other weekend. What's the big deal? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, good stuff. But the trick is to make it about you from the get go, exactly, so that
2: that all works out. I know. Yeah. No, but it's not easy. It's got. Yeah. It takes some planning. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we know that you weren't interested in giving out your personal SDC account because you already get bombarded with weirdness. Emails. Um, yeah. <laughs> do you have a Twitter account? Because I'm sure you are probably going to gain a lot of fans from this podcast.
2: I do, but it's personal, but I can, okay. I can, uh, make one. Well, That's it's
0: up to you. Um, well, but if
2: you ever do, let us know. If you do. I, yeah. I'll send it to you.
0: Okay. Um, but, uh,
1: Cause I'm sure there's going to be guys lining up asking. Oh yeah. Wait,
0: wait. I'm <laughs> my, big enough. Yeah. My wife doesn't care. And then you won't show up. <laughs> <right>? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Three wives or, yeah, yeah, likely story.
0: (laughs) Well, we don't want to take up too much of your time, and with that in mind, we probably also want to have you back on our show after we do this gangbang.
2: Yes, yeah. Well, you're going to be there so we can all do it together. Yes, perfect. Let's do it from the gangbang. Can we do that? That would, I have had that thought. I think that would be awesome. Wouldn't
0: that be funny if I just walked around with a microphone you, you, and just you, you stuck it in thing. people's faces? Like, hey
1: guys, so right now.
0: <laughs> so right now, A is taking it in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Bent I, over.
2: We'll just podcast my first But I think GP. that's a fantastic idea. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no video involved, no one's faces. That's true.
2: Exactly. Well, you would be able to hear people screaming names probably, but
0: Oh yeah.
1: Well, and I think people would probably be surprised like she mentioned earlier just how goofy it is. I yeah. mean, oh, it's not that's... too serious. <laughs> it's not it's not like porn. It's fun, like And
2: I mean, it's not sleazy in my mind. It's yeah. not sleazy and, like, Mm-mm. dirty. It's funny and fun and silly and, yeah. you know, I think yeah. people have the wrong idea altogether about it. Yeah,
0: because yeah, really there's no guilt hearted. involved.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That's all your crap you're putting on us. <laughs> exactly. We're, <not>, we're having <laughs> a blast. That's <laughs> your oh. shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on, on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely, um, anytime. Anything else you want to say? Uh,
1: no, just glad we finally got to talk to you. And yes. hope we didn't. Keep you too long, so you'll
2: do it again. No, 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 anytime. And we're going to meet in person, so yes, yes.
0: get on it. We'll do that. We will let you know next time we're coming to town.
2: Okay, sounds awesome. All
0: right. All right tell,
2: tell the mayor we said hello.
1: I will. Bye,
2: guys. <laughs> See All you. right, bye.
0: Thanks again for listening to another episode of The Curious Couple for The Curious Ear with TNA. You can find us at thecuriouscouple.com, email us at thecuriouscpl at gmail.com, and find us at Twitter with the same handle. Be sure to check out sdc.com for your free one-month membership with our promo code 25648. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. We always appreciate your ratings and reviews. Catch you next time.